0: we welcome you to the first ever live bell ringers podcast i am benjamin goldstein i'm joined by mr colin Daly. colin it's the first time we're ever doing this how are we
1: i am fantastic ben though i'm just not realizing that i did not set up my display name correctly um that's okay I'll have to get on that uh, for the next episode. Can I change it now, or is that not possible? I don't think that's possible.
0: Uh, I mean, I can change it for you. What do you just want, Colin?
1: Yeah, the same thing you have. Keep it consistent.
0: All right, here we go. And you are all set up. So, here we Look go. So, for those of you not currently live with us, we are live on the Philly Sports Sports YouTube page, the Bellringers Twitter, and the Philly Sports Sports Instagram page. Um, if you're watching after, well, make sure you tune in for the next one. Uh, but this will also go up, of course, on the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Um, so, yeah, we have a lot of things to go over today. We haven't podded in a little bit. Episode number 46. Thank you to SeatGeek for sponsoring, as always. Colin, Reese Hoskins, no longer Philadelphia Philly.
1: Yeah, so as it turns out, Reese Hoskins is heading to Wisconsin. I'll yeah, He does not seem like a Wisconsin guy to me. What do you think?
0: Uh I don't know if he's—I don't know whoever's he's getting paid is going to play baseball. So
1: I don't know. I don't get Wisconsin vibes from Reese. He gives—he's like a more like like down south guy or out in California guy. Um,
0: yeah, I get, com- I get San Francisco, random vibes man,
1: the Brew Crew. Um, so yeah, so Hoskins signs out there at the Brewers. So at the opportunity to play first base this season um i think he's gonna have a pretty good year in milwaukee i think that after you have you know a long-term injury it's it's very nice to start off with a clean slate especially somewhere where they're not where, where you don't play a lot so i think it's going to be easy for him to fit in and get treated with the respect he deserves i'm not saying that wouldn't have happened in the phillies organization but i think his road back to being an everyday starter wasn't super uh super clear um on the phillies so I- i'm happy for reese I-, I think this is going to be good for his career and as much as I would love to have him back and think that he should have been back, I can only I cannot wish Reese anything but the best.
0: That's for sure. Reese Hoskins one of the best Phillies of the last uh I would say decade, other than of oh, course yeah. great teams from in two thousand ten and eleven. I mean Hoskins really brought life back into the Phillies His Hoskins signed a two year, $34 million contract with the Brewers. He had an opt out after 2024, and he has a mutual option with the Brewers in 2026. Six year Philly. Um, the video that the Phillies put out was, um, got me a little teared up. I mean, Hoskins really the first good Philly I think either of us watched, um, when he first came out oh, yeah, in the sure. 2017 season and utterly dominated. He, um, you know he's a he's a special player to Philadelphia, and he's a special player um, to the organization. He brought he was the first sign of hope this organization this team had in
1: a long time. I'll tell you, when he came up in 2017, that was something special. I mean, guys come up and it takes you see all these guys who who get recalled from AAA and they come up and they they have that moment, right? Weston Wilson. He's a great example of that. He came up, he had that big home run, but none of, the, none of those guys keep doing it. He really was the unicorn, Hoskins. When you look at a, a rookie Major League Baseball player, he comes up and he rakes, and he did not stop raking. And obviously, yes, did he have some struggles in Philadelphia? Of course, everyone has struggles. But what he was able to do and the spark that he was be, that he was able to light in a very, very dark time in Philadelphia baseball history... It's indescribable. I mean I mean, I really do not think the Phillies would be where they are right now if it were not for Reese Hoskins' contributions. Cause there are points where I think the front office back in, you know, 2017, 2018 made moves because they were like, hey, we've got this guy, a young guy that we developed who's good. If he's gonna stick around and if he he's gonna to want to be on a successful team, if we don't build now, we may as well get rid of him. When they decided to keep Reese Hoskins, it was the same time they decided that they needed to become a contending team once again, you know, the first time since really the very early 2010s. Um
0: Yeah, I mean they built up that team. Really, Hoskins and Nola were really the only guys that stuck around in that 2019 season where they signed Gene Segura, signed Bryce Harper, JT to Andrew McCutcheon. Um don't remember, don't forget David Robinson was part of that offseason uh-huh. signings. He only played one game. Um and real it's um It's he really brought hope back to this team. He was drafted in the fifth round of 2014, excelled in the minors, called up in August of 2017, and hit 18 home runs in his first 34 games. It's a record unmatched by any player in major league history. Um I'll never forget when he hit that home run in the eighth inning on Players Weekend in 2017, wearing those PU those jerseys that first year with the bell hat. The cream jersey with the red sleeves, great jerseys. We'll get to jerseys in a little bit because uh, Connor and I both have some comments on this new jersey that may come out, but we'll get to that in a little bit later. Um, I mean, just so many great moments for Hoskins, of course, owning October, the bat spike, and very underrated moment, his opening day grand slam in 2019. Oh, it was great. Bryce Harper for the first time. I was in the building. Um, the slow trot against the Mets and. Um, all of his charity work, and just really the definition of a Philadelphia Philly over these last couple of years, he, he was – the. There were, Hoskins had his upsides and downsides. His downsides, of course, the bad defense um, at first and left field, and his extremely streaky player. I mean, he really kind of is the definition of a Philly, streaky, inconsistent um, just, you know, he's, he's Reese Hoskins. You knew what we were going to get from him. And when he he was healthy, he played a whole season. I mean, the guy hit 30 home runs a year. So I think it's a great signing for the Brewers going on, getting a first baseman, um, a power bat in Hoskins. And, uh, you know, it's not just is Hoskins. He was a great leader in the clubhouse. I mean, he was the only guy other than Nola that stuck around through everything. And, I mean, Nola, I mean, Reese is special, man. It's going to be special for him to come back on June 3rd.
1: I'll say you brought it up, and I have to go back to it. I cannot believe they got rid of Players Weekend. What was wrong with that? I don't get it. The, I don't know. The jerseys consistently
0: got worse. They did that black and white thing. What was that? Twenty nineteen, where the players wore black and the black and white yeah, jerseys. Yeah, I and didn't love that. That was, was better than now. Yeah, now they have nothing, and the guys just go and play Williamsport in the normal jerseys. Those stink.
1: Well, I I loved the nicknames. It was my favorite part. I remember sitting there, 2017, just yep. reading over the list of every player on every team. I mean, Jake Arrieta, the Snake. <laughs> I remember uh, Hopkins was Big Fella, right?
0: No, that he so his first year was actually very disappointing. He didn't have one because he came up so late. But he was Big Fella after that,
1: which you is know, where they started calling now, it, it, it was a partner costume. Did you know that? Do you know who it was with? You remember? Because I remember.
0: Who was that? I? don't remember.
1: Tommy Hunter was bigger fella.
0: Oh, yeah, I do. Yep.
1: Yeah, Tommy, Tommy Hunter, Hunter. Was bigger oh, fella.
0: Oh, my God.
1: What a name. Um. Aaron Altair, AA a. Ron. <laughs> it was great, man. It was, was some interesting. Remember the last guys was V squared.
0: Remember that first player's weekend? Hoskins is left field. He had shoestring... the shoestring triple play.
1: Un- unbelievable. Absolutely. I mean, that was...
0: That was might have been the greatest moment of the rebuild.
1: It's up there. I mean, <laughs> I also remember there was the triple play that Phillies turned five four three. Oh, on, with, um, in San um, Diego with Michael yeah, Franco.
0: Michael Franco. It
1: was, it was, Franco, Cesar, it was right, right to
0: him. Stepped on third, flipped it to second. Cesar at second, and then over he to Tommy fired Joseph. The first. Tommy Joseph.
1: And you yeah. know who was? You know who hit into it? I'll never forget Jabari right. Blash. I oh don't know God. why I know that. For <laughs> some reason, my name remembers that Jabari Blush was the one who grumbled into the triple play. All
0: right, so there you go. Yeah, I so missed I was- Tojo,
1: too. I was a big Tommy Joseph fan.
0: I didn't like Tommy Joseph because he replaced Ryan Howard, and that really that always rubbed me the wrong way.
1: Someone had to do it.
0: I know. It was tough, though. Yeah, it was. Tough pill to swallow. I was at that game. I was at Hoskins's or. Harper or Howard's last game as a Philly. I was too.
1: When they gave out the fat was, heads. Yeah, I still
0: – I have mine up I have mine room. over there, yeah. so That was cool. But back to Hoskins, I mean, June 3rd is going to be pretty awesome when he comes back. Uh, I'm be, so yeah, excited I mean, to see it. I mean, I don't know if it will be louder than when Utley returned for the first time and he hit those two home runs with a grand slam and just completely dominated and everyone cheered for him, gave him a standing ovation. That standing ovation was long. For ugly, I don't know how long Hoskins is gonna be, um, but it's certainly gonna be awesome. It's gonna be a good moment. Um, and that video the Phillies posted—oh, tears, Colin.
1: I Haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet.
0: Are you serious? I am. All right, when we're done this podcast, you're watching it. It's like four yeah, minutes. It's 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 good. Um, so Hoskins, one of the most loved Phillies ever. Uh, we'll get to a little bit of a draft later. Of our favorite of our the most lovable Phillies ever. Um Colin and I will have fun with that. But um are you still have any more on Hoskins? Or are we ready to switch gears?
1: Let's talk jerseys.
0: <sighs> so how how do I start this? So I guess the, the Phillies City Connect jersey was leaked. We knew it was gonna be the Philadelphia color or the Philadelphia color flag colors, which is baby blue and green and uh yellow. And they were leaked by gotta go underscore mo's on uh, X or Twitter. And here they are. Those are, and I was confirmed by a source that these are for real. So this is the Philadelphia Phillies city, It is city connectors that we waited four years for Colin. Initial thoughts. Yuck. So for those listening, um, it is, it is the top of the jersey. It is a light baby blue, kind of like the um throwback Phillies jerseys with Phillies script, white Phillies script across the front, um, and an ugly font, kind of like a blocky font. I'm not really sure how to describe that. And then
1: down the jersey, like monster, like almost.
0: Yeah, it kind of reminds, reminds me like of the, the monster
1: font in word.
0: Like a, ho- like a halloween type thing, yeah. and then at the bottom it is a gradient. It it is I guess navy to black gravy gradient. Um, and then on the sleeve, I'll show you the sleeve right now. It's the same thing. It has the gradient, and then there's a patch on it that says uh, "City Brotherly Love Philadelphia" with a love in the center of it. But instead of the O, it's a uh, it's a Liberty Bell. And I, I, I was- like. I, I, don't, like the I, don't, I don't love this because the V looks like a U.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I, you know, I'll just hear like, what I'll say. I'm like sure that this jerseys. is what
0: the hat will look like as well. Which I'm I would offended.
1: assume so, yeah. I really like okay. the back of the jerseys. I think they're nice. So I'll show not you have the back. You know, give the Wheeler 45 picture. Uh, yeah. Yes,
0: I do have the Wheeler's. So I like the back.
1: The patch the, I'm okay and, with. You make a good point with the V. Um, but I yeah, do so, like the patch. The front though is it's it's an atrocity.
0: Yeah. So for those um, listening um, over on the podcast apps, it's it's kind of a standard font, Wheeler kind of just like a blocky font um, in yellow, and then the color or the number is kind of that monstery font. It doesn't look terrible with the numbers. Um, it's kind of like wavy looking font, kind of like in the 45 has some sort of wavy to it, and then the MLB logo at the top is. The Brewer's colors here is here is kind of a picture of what it looks like in the packaging. Um, and then you can see it has the MLB tags $175 for this jersey. Huh. Um, and then there's the genuine merchandise tag.
1: With oh, that's a little great. Bit
0: of a picture of the skyline at the top. So that's the jersey. Um I said it looks like if the Brewers and Mariners jerseys, City Connect jerseys had a baby, this is probably what it would look like. And I'm yeah, I don't yeah. love this the Mariners or um or the um the other people's jerseys. I don't I don't Hoskins jersey. It's the it's the Mariner, yeah, the Mariners and the Brewers. I don't love those jerseys and them connected into this. I I, I I think this is the worst jersey in Philly's history. And I also don't know why Nike keeps making these because the more they make, the more they stink.
1: You know, I'm torn on the City Connect jerseys. There are some that I love. I mean oh, the, there's
0: there's a few great ones. The White Sox one is great. I like oh, I like the is, Marlins yeah. one. What's the other one that I like? Um, the the Washington the Nationals.
1: What do, what do the Mar- Oh, I love the Nationals is my favorite. And they're getting rid of them. The cherry
0: Blossoms. I know it's
1: the last year for them. I saw that. It's ridiculous. I'm really frustrated about that. That that one was my favorite. I like the Angels. I like the Rockies. Um, I can't remember what the other ones. I'm trying to think. I don't. I don't like the Rockies. I still ones. don't understand the Padres one.
0: The Padres one didn't was weird. I I um I don't like this jersey. I I think it's I think it's very un-Phillies. Like the Phillies are a very standard classic club. Like they use this, yeah, they've used right. the same colors forever. They've had they had this script and like these jerseys basically. It's like the same things they wore in the 50s with the Wiz kids and then they got rid of them and brought them back. Just kind of updated a little bit. Like they've they've been the same brand forever, and the fact that they are going with a whole new like I know it's City Connect is supposed to be, but you have to kind of keep with the brand. And the brand of the Phillies is classic. This is a new style jersey, and I and I I don't like it at all. I don't think this fits Phil, the Phillies or Philadelphia.
1: It would be a really, really good uh LA Chargers jersey. I was you know, I said that
0: this looks like if the union tried to become a baseball team and it was like a youth union baseball team, this <laughs> is what the jersey would look like. This is very That's Philadelphia great. union. This is very Philadelphia union, which is yeah. not but that fits the union. This does not fit the Phillies. Like this stinks.
1: Yeah, I agree. I was underwhelmed.
0: I, I mean, like there I are a lot of
1: ways you could go with Philadelphia, and this was just, this was just not it, not at all. I wasn't
0: really expecting a whole lot of greatness out of this, um, but you know, here we are. So we actually have a chat here, which I think I'll look this up right now. Look up the Falcons jerseys or mid twenty tens Jaguars helmet. So the Falcons, like the current Falcons, it's the gradient. I'll share this. I will look up mid 2010 what Falcons uh mid 2010 I feel like this will fit it better. Mid 2010 Jaguars helmet. Anthony uh Espesen or whatever. Um ESPN as I like to call him uh coming in. Here yeah, so here this is Here this is what he's talking about. This helmet Oh yeah, because it's the gradient, so it's kind of like a a mixed sport thing. But I, I these jerseys stink. I, I mean, I just want to know what pants they'll wear with them. That's also <laughs> like, are they gonna go with the black pants? Are they gonna go with navy pants? Or as someone mentioned, I forget who it was, they're gonna go yellow pants. No, they're gonna um, go gray. Are, they can't wear gray at home.
1: The rules apply for, um, oh, yeah, they have to. I mean, city
0: it, it, because the t- road team always wears gray, they don't wear any. You either wear white pants or you wear gray pants, unless you're a city connected, you can wear whatever color you want, but it has to be like you know, it can't be gray because that's the away team. I mean, I, don't
1: I think, think white would look good.
0: I think white would be the only one that would make it look good. I don't think, I think really. It, I think they go with black because the bottom of the jersey is kind of black, and I think that would look terrible. I hate back black baseball pants. Um, and the white—I I only like
1: white baseball pants, but I don't think white would look good with this. I don't know why.
0: I think the white, the darker color, and then the contrast with the white pants would kind of play off of each other nicely. Um, like I think, because you use this color on this color. And I think that would look good. It's like wearing a black hoodie with white pants, with like light gray pants. I could buy into that. And then I'm sure this is what the hat will look like with this logo, which will probably suck uh, unless they put the P, like unless they put this P on a hat, and that would be atrocious. But there you go. Those are the Philly City Connect jerseys. A source from Nike confirms any f- – I mean, do we have to keep talking about these because these stink?
1: No. No reason. They're awful. Um If I can look at the hat and the back, I'll be happy. I guess the patch, the hat, whatever. But I do not like the front. The front really ruins it. I won't lie.
0: Well, I mean, the front is what you're really going to be looking at. But as long as they don't wear them in
1: the playoffs, I don't care.
0: One thing about these jerseys is they are – Now going to have to ditch another jersey, the red ones. I'm not a huge red jersey fan because the Phillies always lose in them. I do own one, Uh, but what are your thoughts on the red jerseys being gone?
1: I like the fact that they kind of were like a good switch up, something new at the end of a at the end of a road trip. Yeah, I'm not gonna lose. I'm not gonna lose lose sleep over the red jerseys being nixed. So um I don't know. I mean, today truth, I'm not a huge jersey guy in general. I don't even think I own a Phillies jersey right now. Um but are you going to buy this new City Connect one? I will not. No. <laughs> the oh, thing man. with me is that like a jersey costs $130. A this is 175 dollars and the shirt is more comfortable to wear. To me it's an easy decision.
0: All right, we're we ready to jersey- move on yeah. to. Into- I am. I have a lot of jerseys. Um, I my first jersey was a Mike Helfranco jersey.
1: Wow. Yeah. I, I still know. have a. Uh, actually, I bet you this will fit. This is actually really funny. You have to look at this. I have it hanging right here too.
0: All right, Colin is putting on a jersey. It's gonna be small.
1: Oh, wait, while no. he's doing that, that
0: is- while he's doing that, Colin, I'm gonna mute your mic while you put that on. And I'm going to talk to you about SeatGeek, who is the sponsor of this podcast. SeatGeek is ticketing up and it so easy to buy your tickets. All you got to do is download SeatGeek app, uh, select your tickets, and use code Sports Report and save $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. NBA and NHL season is hot in the streets. Baseball, Phillies report for spring training soon. We're going to talk about what the Phillies still need to do um, coming up here in the next few minutes. Um, so and yeah, get your spring training tickets on SeatGeek, get your opening day tickets on SeatGeek, um, and all that good stuff. So thank you to SeatGeek again for sponsoring. Again, use code Philly Sports Support to save twenty dollars off your first SeatGeek purchase. Um, super easy to use, best ticketing app out there. You know the deal, you know the spiel. Um, so thank you again to SeatGeek. For sponsoring colonists. So I guess it looks like he's he's struggling to put the jersey. Oh, there it is.
1: That it was well timed, wasn't it? Eh, it was good enough. What, it what is a, jersey? It is, is it? a little small. Who what jersey is it? So who do you think? You need to get one. Actually, this transitions so well into our next segment. It transitions so well into our next segment. Are you ready? What do we got here? You made the schedule, man. I don't know. <laughs> no, on the jersey.
0: What jersey? Oh, we got? no, no, no. I'm
1: not telling you yet.
0: Oh, okay. So he's gonna he's gonna use the jersey as his name. we are not we're gonna draft that's gentlemen. what it is. That's right. Welcome to our next segment. We are drafting in honor of Reese Hoskins being gone and him being one of the most lovable Philadelphia Phillies ever, we are drafting the most lovable Phillies. We'll do our top four. Um, uh, I don't know who. Who do you want to? You want to start? I'll. I, I, I mean, I kind of put this together, so I, uh, we can do rock paper scissors for who starts over the phone.
1: Here we go. First off, no. I have a couple questions. All right, let's hear. So, it. who do they have to still be an active player? No. It can be any Philly. This is just
0: lovable Phillies.
1: Oh. I thought so, but can they actively be on the Phillies, like right now? Yeah, they can. They could be okay. anybody
0: who ever played for – every anyone who has ever been a Philly. We'll say it that way. But we have to pick who's going first. Um, people want you to draft Ben Revere. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Well, that was a little delayed from you. We both went scissor. Close really? your
1: eyes. Close your eyes. On my screen, we went at the exact same time.
0: All right, well, we'll do it again. Rock, paper, scissors. Colin's going first. Colin went paper. I went rock. Colin is going first. Colin, who is your first overall selection? Who's your 1-1?
1: So we're going to start with four, of course, because, you know, we we need to have some suspense. My fourth overall selection. Wait, wait a
0: second. No, 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 no. This isn't a ranking. Oh, it's not a ranking? This is a draft, bro, like the MLB draft. Like how oh, the NFL, oh, okay. I the, NFL, the I Bears understand. are going to pick, and then Washington's going to – like let's say fantasy baseball. They go back and forth. I
1: got finish. you. I, no, 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 I got you. I got you. So
0: who is your um,
1: 1-1? Bryce Harper. That's easy.
0: Okay. Bryce Harper, the first overall pick in the draft. Now I'm going to go. And I'm not going an active player because that – is that that's a second round pick, Colin? That's a second. I know, round pick I know who pick.
1: you're gonna go for here. I'm gonna be mad about it.
0: We're going Mike Schmidt. Not no well one liked him. What do you mean nobody liked him? He's the greatest Philly of all time.
1: No, no one liked him back in the '80s.
0: People love him now.
1: That doesn't matter. Who are you going? Do you, get the, do you get next two?
0: Are we doing Snake?
1: Yeah, why not?
0: All right, I'm going to, and I'm going John Cook. John Crook. Come on. Great Philadelphia. Uh, He was a good first baseman, but I mean, an even better broadcaster. John Crook. Colin Hoosier, too.
1: Well, it's going to be Crook, but I'm going to switch it up. Give me Chase Utley. Chase Utley.
0: All right, good pick. We have a reason why, even though I think we all know why.
1: Chase me, Utley. Have you heard that before? I have. Well, who's your three? Who's my third? All right, I'm gonna get into some obscure names here. I guess I have to. I really wish this could be five. Can we make it five? Because I have let's a do five, five five. All right. Five. Number three. I met this player at Citizens Bank Park, and genuinely, genuinely, genuinely one of the nicest players. And that is. The Disneyland man himself, Zach Eflin. Zach Eflin, most lovable Philly. Well, this is for me or for society? This is for everybody, man. Nah, well, I am everybody now. God, <laughs> going
0: the self Colin's selfish. He goes Zach Eflin at the three. Might have just absolutely killed his draft, and no, I'm gonna.
1: <laughs> okay, so my three, um. If you think that's killing my draft, which will you see who my next two picks are? Oh. So I never said
0: so they have to be a Philly. They didn't have to play for the Phillies. What is this crap? This is I never said they had to play. I just said they had to be a Philly. So I'm going with the most winningest manager in Phillies history, Charlie Manuel.
1: Um that I- means it's my turn to go Pete McCannon. <laughs> and, hey, It could be Joey G, so I wouldn't be complaining. All right, or so, uh, you see that video of
0: him when he was walking, and he said to walk and not use cars because it's the same whatever he said. I don't know. The coconut I, I guy. did see that. Yeah, I he's did. an interesting. He's not even managing anymore. He's in the Marlins' top free or um, their free or their um, something with some statistical something with the. Marlins. I think he worked with the GM. Yeah, that's his special system. He's not like he's a nobody now. Um, My four, because I just didn't manual. Um, he didn't hustle all the time, but still, he has the most hits of any Philly ever. And that's Jimmy Rollins, who should be a Hall of Famer.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
0: That's my four.
1: All right. Well, I'm coming in hot with the guy on my back right now. For no reason. He was one of my favorite players to watch. He oh, didn't God. play much. Is it Andrew Knapp? It's Peter Borges. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I All have right. a Peter Borges jersey.
0: Timeout, because I- I'm not I'm not writing Peter Borges down. Why in Where's the it? world
1: do you have, of, of all jerseys, you have a Peter Borges jersey? Why? Well, I own a ton of shirt like shirt jerseys. I've got Harper. I have Herrera. Yeah. I have Arietta Jerseys. Shers, I don't like that. Wait, word. you just yeah. say Arietta
0: and Herrera?
1: I have Aaron Altair. You have
0: Aaron Altair and... I Odu- have the
1: normal ones, too. I have no live Kingery Okay. Um, that's Scott. I have, also, real, not I have real Muto. I have Harper. Okay. Did I get Turner? I can't remember. I might have gotten Turner, but the only two jerseys I own are Chase Utley and Peter Borges. Neither of them fit me. But I still. I'm not. Him. I'm not writing Peter Borges on here. Pick somebody else. Oh, come I, I on. can <laughs> That's not. That's not an acceptable answer. <laughs> Fine. I'll get him at number five. You're not gonna like this either. This guy, and I have a, I have a legit – this isn't like a weird child reason. This guy was – he was a pinch hitter for the Phillies a couple years ago. He was so good. He hit for a high average. He he was an all-star back earlier in his career, and he got no love in Philadelphia, and that is Daniel Nava. Who? Daniel Nava. He got no love in Philadelphia. Then how is he one
0: of the most lovable Phillies? I'm, dude – <laughs> Come on! <laughs> it's, this
1: is my this is my team that this lovable though. All right, so Peter Borges, yeah, Peter Borges and Daniel Nava.
0: All right, what position was Daniel Nava? was a do left fielder.
1: It? Daniel Nava. He played. He dabbled at first base too.
0: Is this how you spell Nava?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think you might have gotten Borges wrong. though. I don't know. Yeah, that's how it is. Oh right, right. no, no, I, no, I. Can't yeah, believe we're
0: is- out here.
1: Just, I don't know. You tell me. He's on my back.
0: No, it's just JOS. Nice.
1: Good, good, good. All good. right,
0: my five. I already won this draft. I was scared with your top two, and then you just completely went downhill. I still <laughs> am going to say that they never had to play for the Phillies. They had to be a Philly. And I don't know if I'm just going to throw this one out there. I don't know if you're going to love it. But here's my number five. Mm. the most beloved mascot in sports and the greatest Philadelphia Philly of all time the one constant him and Dan Baker the Philly fanatic I mean him going he should have been number one and we got him at the last pick
1: would you are, you we like allow,
0: me to... are we allowing this
1: would you like me to amend one of my choices <laughs> I have I have a name that I think is slightly more acceptable. Okay, who? No, no. Put Peter. Uh, no, I gotta support Peter. He's on my back. Please, no, no. We're going Daniel. Though, shout out to Daniel though. He was great and he got no love. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna go with Larry Boa. All I right, there you Boa. go. There you go. Larry Boa also one of the one constants
0: of Phillies baseball since the seventies. He's still involved somehow with the organization. Um. So there's your draft. Um. Colin went first. He went Bryce Harper, Chase Utley, Zach Eflin, Peter Borges, and Larry Boa. Um, and then I went. I had the second overall pick, and I went Mike Schmidt, John Cruck, Charlie Manuel, Jimmy Rollins, and the Philly fanatic. So uh, you can decide who won that draft. Um, I'll let that for me. The
1: choice is clear.
0: I'll let that go um, with whoever you want. All right. Let's talk about, for the final few minutes of this podcast, we need to talk about um, what in the heck are the Phillies doing. Spring training, pitchers and catchers report in 13
1: days. Oh, my gosh.
0: 13 days until we're back. And Dave Dombrowski has only – and the Phillies have only re-signed Aaron Nola. And they signed – what's his face? Kellen what, – what's his name? That one pitcher?
1: Oh. Oh, man, on the Braves. That's <sighs> rough. I don't remember. Hold on. Oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> we, should oh, know. My.
0: we should know this. Hold on. I have it in the text. It's uh, Colby Allard.
1: Oh, yeah, Allard.
0: Colby not- Allard. He got a minor league major – minor major deal. Um, It's I just – he seems like one of those Caleb Cotham experiments – Hundred um, percent. See if he can, I guess, fix him. Um,
1: yeah. That's a hundred percent what this is.
0: But I, I really don't know what I can really say about Colby um, Allard because he he was a good prospect but never really lived up to anything. So with a couple of days left to go, um, not there not being many relievers left. Colin. Who I don't know what's going Phillies, on. Who should the Phillies sign? What should happen?
1: You know, I was really hoping they were going to go after. Um, they were going to go after Hector Neris, and they did not. Um, there are some interesting names that are still out there. I will not lie. Yeah, so I'm the Phillies always... are interested.
0: The Phillies are definitely. I know they were talking with Phil Maton, brother they of were. Uh, the great Nick Maton. Um, then there's another dude I forget his name, but really not exciting. there's nothing really exciting um going on with the Phillies at the moment. Um, the the jerseys, the team, the free agent signing like what what can the Phillies what can they do to ascend for what in the heck is going on right now, Colin?
1: <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you I will always I will always pound the idea of getting more bullpen help. And I know there are people who are saying you don't want to sign players or trade for players that are going to replace people in your bullpen that are you know that might be better than the player that you're actually acquiring, but I cannot get behind that. People have tried to convince me and I't can't, I can't budge. Having bullpen depth is the most valuable thing in an organization. It is so easy to lose a perfectly winnable game because of a lackluster bullpen. And while it may not be something that wins you games, obviously offense is what's going to win you the game, right? You need runs. It's a very, very easy way to lose a game that I think should be avoided. I mean, relief pitchers are not overly expensive. I was—I n- mean, don't get me wrong. Josh Hader made more money in one day by signing one contract that I will ever make in my lifetime. And I know that for a complete and utter fact, but it wasn't a number that I was blown away by. Like when I saw, who was it? Was it Giolito who signed the big contract this off season? That I was shocked by, the starting pitchers I've been shocked by. But I was not overly shocked by that number that I saw from, um, from Mr. Hader. Hector Naris, who had a ridiculous season last year.
0: The dude only got
1: nine million dollars. Like, like
0: how how did the Phillies not jump in on that?
1: If we gave him fifteen, I would have been fine. Like I seriously I, if we gave him fifteen, like that what he did last season was the product was the productivity of a fifteen million dollar relief pitcher. And a lot he of he was people really are- good.
0: A lot of people are gonna say that Nerys wasn't good here. He was good when the Phillies put him in the position to be, to as Andy Reid Correct. would say, in a position to win.
1: All of the weight player, was two. on his shoulders in that era of being in the Phillies bullpen. In and Houston, not all of the weight was on his shoulders. If he, if if he came back to Philadelphia, not all win. the weight would be there this time around. Either.
0: And another thing, he's not a closer. No. That was displayed in 2021, where he went out there, middle relief pitcher, late setup guy, and was pretty much dominant, trying to get to, when the Phillies were in their little run, trying to get to the postseason until they got swept by the Braves. I mean, I I don't agree with the argument that that the Phillies should not should not have gotten there because he was bad here. He's a good pitcher now. He was good here when they was put in a good position. And the Phillies missed the big one, and I really at this point don't – like There's there's been nothing about the Phillies and who they're talking to. It sounds like they David Obrowski has more conversations with the wall than he has with any players this offseason other than Aaron Nola. And maybe Yamamoto.
1: I'll still have trust in him, though. I know he will get this team ready when they need to be ready. And I don't know why, because I don't usually have trust in people with a lot of money to do to do things and spend that <laughs> money the right way. For some reason, Domborowski has me on this one. I'm I am confident that he will find a way to make this team successful.
0: I mean, his last couple trade deadlines, especially in two thousand twenty two, worked out perfectly. Oh, Brandon yeah. Marsh and Sosa, um, David Robertson, and a little bit of a weak run. Um, you know, we had a good offseason last year until Kimball kind of got dissolved. But, you know, the, the this uh, I good. If they sign one more relief pitcher and it's he's good, I think this might be a successful offseason.
1: I agree. People are undervaluing the the importance of re-signing Nola. That had to get done. It had to.
0: And they did it. Um, so is there anything else we want to touch on? First ever live podcast on, uh, on the Bell Ringers? Who's your opening day
1: starter? Is it Wheeler, not NOLA?
0: It's NOLA. Um, I NOLA's been the starter forever. An opening day starter for what? This will be seventh year straighter or something? I just think you have to keep that going. And you're opening at Citizens Bank Park against Spencer Strider. And every time the Phillies and Strider have met in the postseason. Actually, this isn't true. They didn't pitch game three last year. So scratch that comment because Schwarz started. But um, it'll be Strider versus Nola opening day in, what is it, 50-something days? Which is yeah, crazy to think crazy. about. I'll be there. That's exciting. Section 301. Uh, it's always fun. So thank you guys for watching the first ever live show here. The first ever live podcast. Um, if you missed it, or if you want to rewatch it, you can listen to it on the podcast apps. If you're listening on the podcast apps, make sure to tune in um, to the Bell Ringers live shows on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And Thank make sure have- to
1: follow us there as well.
0: Yes, when you're there, go drop a follow. Thank you to SeatGeek for sponsoring. Uh, go save $20 off you for a C-Geek purchase now by downloading the SeatGeek app. The link is in the description or in the bio. Episode 46 of the Bell Ringers podcast. It's over. Thank you for watching. Go, Phils. Go, Phillies.